It's time for Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Acid indigestion, that's the time for Tums. Always keep them handy, always carry Tums. When your stomach feels upset, take some Tums and you will get fast relief. Try some Tums, Tums. Here are some common sense rules about acid indigestion. First, don't over-alkalize. Second, don't treat acid stomach like a headache. And third, don't aggravate the upset with laxatives. If you take Tums, you're automatically following the rules. You see, Tums stop working the instant acid balance is restored. They can't over-alkalize. Secondly, Tums contain no headache medicine. They give you relief right in the tummy where it's needed. And third, Tums produce no laxative action. For on-the-spot relief, try Tums. Suffering from heartburn Spend a dime for Tums Get on-the-spot relief with T-U-M-S Tums We take you now to the bedroom at 79 Wistful Vista where Dr. George Gamble is paying a professional call on Mr. McGee. The doctor would like to be on his way because a thunderstorm is brewing outside. Doc, what do you think? Well, from the sound of it, I'd say it's going to rain any minute. No, no, I mean me, me, my condition. Am I going to be okay? You look all right to me. Your face is flushed and your blood pressure is up a little, but no temperature. What happened? Oh, oh, nothing. You sure I'm okay? Certainly. Looks like you strained your shoulder a little, carrying something. There's a slight burn on the back of your neck, like somebody might have thrown a blowtorch at you and unfortunately missed. But it'll be okay tomorrow. Have you been working on one of your stupid inventions again? No. Hmm. For a crybaby who screams for an ambulance every time he gets a splinter in his thumb, you're mighty clam-lipped about your symptoms tonight. Go on to bed. Okay, Doc. You get a good night's sleep. Here, I'll tuck the sheet in for you. There you are. Now, is there anything else you want before I turn out the light? Yeah. Tell me a bedtime story, Grandpa. Oh, go to sleep, you overgrown juvenile delinquent. (laughs) Well, how is he, Doctor? Pain in the neck, as usual. Nothing wrong with him. That won't be okay by morning. Well, thank goodness. He might have been killed, you know. What in the world happened out there this afternoon, anyhow? I thought you just went for a peaceful drive in the country. We did, and everything would have been fine if we hadn't gone near that old house. Old house? What old house? Doctor, have you heard of Magnolia Manor? Magnolia Manor? Yes. Sounds pretty mysterious with that thunderclap right after its name like that, doesn't it? Well, I don't know whether that thunder's a coincidence or not after all the weird stories about that place. Oh, yes. You mean that big old deserted mansion out beyond the lake. Supposed to have been built before the Civil War by a northerner for his southern bride or something. That's right. Mm -hmm. Captain Greystark, his name was, and the girl's name was Melanie. Yes, it always is. Well, according to the legend, she was found on her wedding night mysteriously murdered. Oh, sure, sure. 
And people are supposed to hear screams from behind the shuttered windows at night. I remember now. But what's McGee got to do with Magnolia Manor? Gee, there it goes again. I wish it would cut that out. Well, as you know, Doctor, McGee and Mr. Wimple and I went for a drive in the country this afternoon to get away from the heat. And McGee was hurrying to beat the storm home, and he made a wrong turn somewhere. And I could tell by the landmark. McGee, we must be going in circles. I could have sworn we crossed these same railroad tracks three times. That's right, Mr. McGee. I remember crossing my fingers each time I thought I heard the train coming. You don't... Oh, stop worrying, you two. I know exactly where we are. Good. Where are we? Lost. I thought so. Honestly, McGee, now... Hold everything, hold everything. There's a side road right over there. You see it? Oh, I believe there is. It's so overgrown with bushes you can hardly see it. Wim, pop out and take a gander at that sign, will you? This may be a shortcut back to the highway. All righty. My, doesn't it smell pretty out here? Never mind how pretty it smells. What's the sign say? It says, uh, Wistful Vista, 12 miles. Oh, good. Swell. I told you we weren't lost, Molly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, quick, quick, Mr. McGee. Let, let, let's get out of here. Well, what's the matter, Mr. Wimple? You look pale as a ghost. Yeah, there's no use to panic, Wimp. It's only 12 miles home down this road. We're in fine shape. Why, we'll beat this storm but by... But you don't understand. This road, this is Greystark Road. Greystark Road? That's what the smell is. It's magnolias. Well... This is the road that goes past Magnolia Manor. My goodness, that's right. Oh, turn around, Mr. McGee, quick. Hey, Wimp, sit down back there, will you? You can't ride all the way home standing up. I, I, I have to, Mr. McGee. I can't sit down. I can't bend over. I'm scared stiff. There's more fun with the McGee shortly. If you had about $5,000 saved up, what would you do with it? Pay off the mortgage? Buy a new car? Maybe take a trip to Europe? Oh, wonderful plans. But first, you need the cash. And you can have it sooner than you think by investing in United States savings bonds. Do it the easy, automatic way by joining the payroll savings plan where you work. You decide how much you want to save, and your employer will set it aside for you before you draw your pay. That way, you won't even miss the money. By saving only $8.80 a week, you'll have $5,000 in less than 10 years. Because savings bonds pay you back $4 for every $3 you invest, and even more if you hold them longer. Remember, you'll have the money you want tomorrow if you invest in United States savings bonds today. And you'll also have the security of a safer, stronger America. That's what your bonds do. They help to keep our American economy strong. They help to make this a better country for you and your children. This is the road that goes past Magnolia Manor. Boy, it sure is bumpy. Yeah, I wonder why they never got it paved. What I hear, there's very little demand for it. Oh, I'll be so glad when we're on that nice, fast highway speeding along home. Oh, so will I, Mr. Wimple. Not that I believe those stories about the place being haunted. Nah, me neither. It's sure getting dark out here, ain't it? Only four o'clock, but it's... Ah! What was that? Just the wind, I guess. Certainly sounded weird, though. Oh, look, McGee, there it is. There's the house. See it through those twisted trees? Yeah, that's it. I've seen pictures of it in Partly True magazine. There it is, Wimp. Magnolia Manor. 
<laughs> sure looks spooky, all right. Wonder where all that mist is coming from. That is strange looking. Just seems to envelop the house like a shroud. Wow. Look at that eerie light around those dead magnolia trees. Mrs. McGee, you mind if I sit up front with you and Mr. McGee? It's chilly back here. Oh, not at all, Mr. Wimple. Stop the car, McGee. Oh, I'm... don't stop. Whatever you do, don't stop. I'll just climb over the seat like this. <laughs> Look out, will you, Wimp? You want to run us into a ditch? There. Now look what you did. Car stalled. Oh, dear. I'm sorry, Mr. McGee. I... Oh, but what if he can't start it and we have to spend the night out here? Oh, I don't think I could stand it. I'd go mad. Do you hear? Mad. Oh, Mr. Wimple, now take it easy. Hi, down, Wally. My gosh. What are you, anyhow? A big crazy cat? <laughs> Meow. I'll have to get out and raise the hood and relax, you two. It was all that stuff about the ghost of the beautiful girl that screams from the attic windows at night. That's just a lot of malarkey because... What was that? I, I, I don't know. Did, did you hear it, too? Well, goodbye, folks. I'll run the west rest of the way for me. It's only nine miles. I'll be there in three minutes. A hush, a hush, Mr. Wimple. McGee, there's something wrong in that house. Look up there. The attic windows. Oh, she's right. There's smoke coming out of the windows. Oh, my God. That house is on fire, McGee. That's what that strange... Help! Save me, somebody! Hey, hey, Molly. There's somebody in there. A girl. Save me, somebody! Save me! Oh, good heavens. Oh, this is... Here, Molly. Hold my jacket, Molly. Oh, oh, oh. McGee, what are you going to do? No! Oh, no, no. Don't go in there, Mr. McGee. That isn't anybody. It's just the voice of Melanie Graystar calling you to your doom. Ah. She swore vengeance on all Yankees when she died, and you're from Peoria. This is just a stretch that's no ghost wimp. That's a real woman. Oh. And if somebody don't get her out of there... Uh. McGee, that house is a mass of flames. Uh, you... Yeah, no, you're no. right, Molly. You better hold my straw hat, too. Oh, don't you know that. how easy these things catch. Oh. Now, take it easy, sis. Don't panic. Oh, don't I'm coming. Wait a minute, babe. Great Scott, Molly. You mean McGee actually ran into that burning house? Oh, the crazy little hero. He was a hero, believe yeah. me. By the time he got out of there, the place was a blazing inferno. The walls were falling in. I was just panicky. Jimmy, I don't blame you. And was there actually a girl trapped in there? Yes, there was. A young and beautiful girl dressed like she had just been invited to Jefferson Davis's inaugural ball. What? You're not going to tell me the ghost of Melanie Graystark. Not Melanie Graystark, no. It was Lana Latour in person. Lana Latour, the movie star? What was she doing oh, in a... Oh, I tell you, it was just awful, Doctor. The poor dear lad. You see, we drove up the back road around the back of the house. Yeah. So naturally, McGee couldn't know. But when he dashed in the back door of that burning house, grabbed the screaming Miss Latour and put her over his shoulder and staggered out the front door with her, he ran smack into a battery of lights, action, and cameras. What? A Hollywood movie company was there all the time, shooting the scene from the front of the house, and McGee just beat the movie hero by 30 seconds. Oh, no. You mean... A movie? Oh, no wonder the poor guy was too disgusted to talk about it. Risks his life and then... I guess he just about ruined a million-dollar production. I tell you, it was bedlam. The house burned down and they couldn't take the picture again. Well, we should have had guards around the house. It wasn't my fault. McGee! I thought I told you to go to sleep, you darn little hero. Well, I wanted to hear it again, Doc. And that part about me dashing into the burning house. Now, tell that part again, Molly. You tell it so good. Go on, tell it again. Start where I handed you my straw hat until it's slow.
We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Wednesday evenings mean a well-balanced schedule of radio listening for you. In store tomorrow evening, there's quiz, comedy, drama, and news. The best of each. The quiz is supplied by a pair of newcomers in your Wednesday lineup. One is a fascinating panel program called News Game. And the other is a fast and funny audience participation show called Spend a Million, starring comedian Joey Adams. We know you'll enjoy them both. Now, the comedy in your Wednesday lineup is by Groucho Marx in his show, The Best of Groucho. And, of course, by our own lovable McGee's, Fibber and Molly. The drama is Theater Royal, a series that stars Sir Ralph Richardson in outstanding productions from the English stage. And the news is the exclusive NBC series, Heart of the News. They're all yours tomorrow evening. News Game, Spend a Million, The Best of Groucho, Theater Royal, and Heart of the News. I don't care what that nasty old movie director thinks about it, sweetheart. You're still my hero. Oh, thanks, kiddo. It was nothing any red-blooded American boy wouldn't have did if he was me. Right. The only difference was you did it in Technicolor. 3D, too. (laughs) Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production. With Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Mary Lansing as Lana Latour. This is John Wald commenting that the cost of being a hero is sometimes pretty high. Something will have to be done about that million-dollar motion picture at Magnolia Manor. To find out what, tune in tomorrow night to Fibber McGee and Molly. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on the NBC Radio Network.